What's up? And welcome to Espresso with Erin and Sarit, the show where you go to gain the confidence and self-empowerment that you need to live your best and most authentic life. Tough love conversations to reveal the simple truths that will transform your relationships, your body, and your bank account. We are your hosts. I'm Erin. And I'm Sarit. And we are on a mission to transform the lives of millions through the same fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, and financial habits that have transformed ours. Good day! Happy noon. Welcome to the show. So happy to have you here. Invite your friends because it's perfect. So I just frost, frost. Frost. Oh, I just froth my coffee in my mouth as I was doing this. What? How do you froth? For any of you, for any of you guys who have a frother, like the milk goes like that. Oh gosh, <laughs> get it? I thought you know when you would uh, blow bubbles in your chocolate milk. Oh no, I used to froth my chocolate milk. <laughs> I used to do that too. <laughs> Boom! Explosion. Everybody thinks it's like, funny except for mom. <laughs> How do you go from a milkshake to an entire? You froth it. Good, good, good noon. All right, today's Q and A day, so we have some quotes from you, and we're gonna Woo! answer them. We're gonna answer them. Real quick, before we continue this party, yes. you guys remember what week it is. Remember what? Tis the time for all things pre-order for the summer 2021 ENS edition. So if you haven't already taken advantage of the order opportunity, remember that it only lasts between today and Friday. Yesterday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. That's it. You've got four days left. So this is us just doing our and telling you, get on it. Just right. so you know, the tank tops that you see, the tees are these ones. Just so you guys know, they say crop, they are cropped. Um, also, there's three hats. Two of them are for normal size adult heads. And then one of them is for the youth baby pea size head like Sari and I have. Because we know some of y'all have little baby heads too. So make sure you're getting the right sizes for things. And the Boogie shirt was created by Boogie himself. And Boogie himself created I Love to Boogie t-shirt. Yes. So. Auntie Stacy helped him with it. Yeah. Him and, him and they I, did it together. Yeah. And then Auntie Stacy created that shirt together. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So. Um, questions. Yeah. Let's answer them. First question comes from. Oh, Rhonda with well, well, from Collarville, Tennessee. All right. This All right. is a long question. I, I, I do, I do like reading them. Um, so with us, if it takes us like two minutes to read it. So thanks for joining us for this amazing. I'd like to say I love you, ladies, and your crew. Shout out to our crew. Where is our crew at? Drop a echo. Secondly, I truly enjoyed. The eight week raw gain a wealth of and knowledge, and I'm working on it daily. With that said, you know a little of my story. I really want to focus on my end goal for this year, which is the November 27th 
I end the fitness competition. My mindset is better. My nutrition is good and getting better. My movement is not distant as it needs to be. That's for sure. I lost 10.5 pounds in raw and 18 inches. Wow. I worked mostly on my mindset. This is where it starts. I want to work on my being consistent with movement and gaining muscle slash losing fat. I'd like to lose 40 pounds. The 40 pounds is just a number. It's how I look that I care about. Losing, gaining muscle is my goal. With all that said, what is it that I should focus on? How should I set up my routines and workouts? I've recently consistently moved just not specific leg day, back day, yoga day, etc., and was not able to complete complete entire 45 minutes of workout. I feel all over because I've never this, and there is so much information online, and people say conflicting things. I want to be the health can be. I want to exercise safely. I want to enter the competition with a fit body, not skinny or not overly muscular, and healthy what do you suggest to be the next steps after the raw your burn zone workout sufficient i did the rise above during raw and not busy because i didn't handle them yet should i add another workout with weights along with bz any suggestions would be helpful thank you appreciate your time and support this is loaded yeah initial thoughts i got in it and we got to focus on one thing at a time. And I am not one. I will say this with full transparency. I'm not one to give detailed advice with regards to anything, bikini or body competition. That is not my specialty. That is not something that I care for to be my specialty because that is not a sustainable plan. However, if this is your goal, then who am I to tell you that that should not be your goal? However, something that we all have to consider with regards to goals like these, there's a difference between an approach for specificity, which seems to be what you want versus a sustainable approach. So knowing that an approach specificity versus a sustainable approach Burn zone workouts are not workouts that you should be doing for a bodybuilding show. Like just do straight up isolation, you know, something that you do. And this is what we tell everybody. When you are pursuing something, anything, don't go through it alone. Now, if you achieve stable weight loss while dropping 40 pounds, then you need to keep on immersing yourself with our content. However, it doesn't seem to be the case. So what you need to do is you need to hire a qualified bodybuilding coach. But knowing your history, something that you need to think about is what's your strategy right after the bodybuilding show. Because your bodybuilding show doesn't help you build sustainable habits. That's not the result. The goal of a bodybuilding show, bodybuilding is the sports is the sport of body composition. It is how fast can you manipulate your body to be at a certain body fat percentage. It has nothing to do with functionality 
or sustainability whatsoever. Like the winner of the show is the one who on the stage at that very moment is the criteria that those judges are looking for. And from my own personal opinion, it has nothing to do with regards to helping you to build sustainable habits, empowerment, or confidence. It could in the moment. That is not always the case. In fact, most of the time, that is not the case at all. However, you know, just with regards to anything, if this is your goal and you wish to pursue it, then do it. But I will tell you that, like, we are not specialists in body, nor do we care to be that. Aaron has experience with it, so I'm sure he's going to touch up on it from a different angle. But I will tell you, if our goal is to be on a stage in November 27, you need to hire a coach. And burn zone workouts are not going to help you to get on stage. They're going to help you to look fat ass, but it's different because it's a very specific goal. Now, knowing what I know about you, what I would also recommend is think about my long-term strategy. What are you going to do for yourself to help yourself after the bodybuilding show? So it's, you know, things that you need to think about. And that's, that's all I have. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it seems we're pretty choppy on the broadcast. So thank you guys for your patience. Um, it doesn't what I've tried. I'm not sure what else to try to do to make it any better. Just kind of, it's, it's about to be really stormy here. I don't have something to do with it, but we'll do our best. Um, and hopefully everything clears up on the, uh, the broadcast. And in regards to all of this, I want to help you to see what you're saying. And I'm going to pick out the thing here. I want to focus on my angle, which is the fitness competition. My minor nutrition is good and getting better. Movement, not consistent. I need to lose um, 40 pounds. I'd like to lose 40 pounds. Okay. It's how I look that I care about. Okay. Losing fat, gaining muscle is my goal. So losing fat, gaining muscle. With all that said, what is it? that I should focus on, but we're not done yet. How should I set up my daily workouts and routines? I've recently consistently moved, just not specific leg day, back day yoga. Era. I was able to complete 45 minutes of workout. I feel all over because I've done this. So much information, people say conflicting things. I want to be the healthiest I can be to exercise safely. Other one, I want to enter the competition with fit body that goes with the same one, not skinny or over muscular. You need to define those. What is too skinny and what is overly muscular? I wouldn't be concerned with that because that's not realistic depending on what your definition of overly muscular is. Toned and healthy. What would you suggest? Um, I think I saw in here actually, I want to be the healthiest I can be. Okay. I want to be the healthiest I can be exercisefully. Okay. So which one of those five do you want? Because to be the healthy doesn't mean I would competition argue that's not the healthiest that you could be if you want consistency i would also don't do the bodybuilding competition because that is um there's a certain amount of um work and effort that needs to be put into that that cannot be done consistently over long periods of time and we've had this conversation before and i made the suggestion not just on doing the bodybuilding competition seems you still want to do it which is your choice and i can't decide that for you. However, what we can say is 
a bunch of things that don't go hand in hand. You have to decide which one of those things you want more. Do you want to do the competition more? And if so, I would answer, I do you want to be your best and most consistent? If so, I would answer why, because you, I did it and I would argue that it's healthy. If we're talking about mindset, if we're talking about you being excited that your mind has gotten better, your nutrition has gotten better, it still needs to be better, you want to be consistent, you just recently kind of got consistent with your workouts, then, you know, you were our client, we suggest you focus on continuing to get more consistent and continue to get better at each of these things so you can be obvious, not so you can get on a stage. But I'll also say that between now and number to lose 40 pounds or 40 pounds is that where are we at? We would have August, September, October. You would have to lose over 10 pounds a month, right? Mm-hmm. November 27th. So you'd have to lose 10 pounds a month. My question to you would be at what pace have been losing, what was it, 18 pounds in 18 inches? You lost 10 and a half pounds in raw, which was eight weeks. That's two months. If you lost another inches, if you lost another 10 and a half pounds in these next months, that is 40 pounds. Is that something that's sustainable? And is that something you would feel confident going on to stage with? Because those people are sucked dry. Like, and I don't look at Kayla. Kayla from our team, Kayla Sherlock, she did a show literally Saturday. She just did it. Her and I had had a conversation. Now, Kayla's already fit. Kayla already, you know, if there's a spectrum of I want to get on stage, I need to lose 60 pounds, 50 pounds, which is where you were before raw, right? Kayla probably only lost 15 to 20 pounds in the time that she was training. And in the middle of that, her and I had a conversation. I wasn't sure she wanted to do it. Because of how you come out on the back end. She decided she wanted to do it because she felt confident that she will come out on the back end in a healthy way. And for her, it was about sticking to a word that she said. So it was about an intention and a, you know, I I won't be able to do it. And granted, you know, she was already this close, whereas you are this close. So, you know, you can really get on stage at any that you want. But what happens is you open your be judged by your appearance. That is what competition is about. It doesn't mean it's a bad thing. CrossFit, you get judged on your work capacity, your, your movement, your capacity in basketball or football. You get judged on how many points you score and who you head check with your helmet that you shouldn't. And you know, every sport has a way of you know, determining who the winner is. But this sport specifically, you have to be mindful. When you go on stage, the way that you win is by them judging and comparing you to everybody else. So if we're talking about mindset and wanting a healthy mindset, I would say that that's the right door that you would walk through that would get you that. It could be more than hurtful. I don't know because no, none of us have lived it yet. I know for myself, it wasn't the thing, but that's just me. So the reason why I never wanted to do it is because I knew I 
I know my strengths and I know my weaknesses. And I knew that it would not set me up for success. It would set me up for terror and going back to where I fought for so long to get away from. I will say when I was four months out from my show, I started training four months out too. That's where you are. you're four months out right now. I went from about 130 pounds to 120 pounds. Not for, I didn't lose 40 pounds. I lost 15. Right. Right. And it happened over a four month. And I came out with some wicked issue. It took me five years to recover from. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, just consider all things. Do you want to be your healthiest? I would say don't do the bodybuilding call. If you really want to bodybuild petition, you have to understand what things come with that. And if you're okay with that, then that, that is 100% your choice. Mm-hmm. So I just want to try to give both ends. There's two things that I want to. Can I say one more thing about uh, burn zone workouts? Okay. Uh, the rise above and burn zone one are not really different from each other. They're not, they're not that much different. So, you know, when you say that you did rise above because you couldn't do burn zone one, they're same structure, similar intensity, just more movements, did more workouts. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, ultimately the goals are yours and nobody can tell you that goals are right or wrong, but you have to know what, what, what is my level of preparation going into it? So I want to share with you guys two things. I had a conversation with someone about a month ago. And I would say that that person is green with regards to all things like body, health, whatnot. And he is like, Sarit, I want to look like, like LeBron. Novice. Yes, very novice. And he's like, Sarit, I want to look like LeBron James in six months. So I said, I said two things. For one, I love that you're inspired by the elite. However, I will be doing you an extreme disservice if we would not like hold up and take a second to acknowledge what you just said. Now I was like, how long do you think it took LeBron James to look and perform the way that he does today? Like figures to figures, right? Not just to figures, figures to figures. And I think it's probably about 20 if we're really looking at it. How much time and money does LeBron James invest in his health on a daily basis nowadays? In his fitness, in his performance, in his recovery. Yeah. In his mindset. All the things. Knowing the logistics of your day-to-day life. And I'm not saying that you looking like LeBron James is impossible. Putting in a six-month period, is that a relevant goal? Yes or no? Yeah, like I was saying. So I'm like, how about you go into the intention of being inspired to over time look and perform like LeBron James? However, if I want to look like LeBron James six months from now, logistically speaking, are you able to put everything that puts in every single day with regards to all things regeneration, with regards to all nutrition, with regards to all things body work, with regards to all things mindset. Um, mindset. Um, you know, obviously specific training, which is basketball, and then strength and conditioning with regards to that. Knowing the time that you can allot in the day, do you, like, are you willing to give me that for the next six months? And he's like, well, I have to do time Z, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so I'm like, that's number one. 
Uh, number two, are we able to put all of that? Let's say if you're able to, you know, like go point by point parts to what LeBron James does. Wow, that was weird. I guess we're back. We are back. Wow. Thanks, thanks for hanging on, guys. We don't know what just happened. Yes. But are you, are you, can you, can you, however, I'm like, can you show me a way where we can put like an entire 20, 20 year lifespan into six months? Because that is something I'm not aware of. So we need to understand whether our goals are also relevant for, within a manner. Setting high goals, that's amazing. How so many people, end up quitting because those are not relevant with a specific time frame. And Rhonda, I want you to know that it's not that I don't think that you can do it or that it's impossible. I truly believe that it is. My question to you is, is this goal right now relevant? Think about Realistic. it. Yeah. Yeah. Realistic and relevant. Is it realistic? Like if we're just logistically speaking, I mean, I can get on, you can get on a stage. Yeah. But what do you come of it to be? I would say like, if we're just being real and you and I are having a conversation, uh, I would say no matter what you can choose to get on a stage on November 27th, if you would like to, are you going to look like everybody else? Like, also be inspiring in this because it, but I, I want to be truthful. I want to be inspiring, but I want to be truthful. And maybe if you do a show, it's a show that's out. So you can give your time for full preparation, but doesn't mean you can't do it. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. So, so you have to define like, is this, is this goal realistic? Just knowing the number, like figures to figures, you know? And the second thing that I'm just curious to know is, is this idea of getting on stage a definition of the idea of healthiest, per se? Yeah, I touched and if, oh, and if so, what inspired that? If it's a certain person who let's look a certain way on stage, I would tell you that what you should do before else, talk to that person see what where they were leading up to it what it took and where they are. get the full picture people make a judgment of a process by looking at a single event when you don't have all of the information and you could be like what's the word you could be misleading yourself because you're setting yourself up with an expectation when you don't have all of the information and we see this in the entrepreneurial world, we have two mentors extremely successful. And you see them on social media and they think that they can get to where they got. Who's they and they? Just random. The entrepreneur. The, the starting out entrepreneur. Okay. Thinks that. Thinks that it is hired by those two mentors. Okay. And or any influence and, around and, and everything they built. There's a difference between between having built a successful empire and being an inf like a massive difference. And an influencer in the actual sense of the word. Actually, no, because you can be an influencer. Yes, you can be the, influencing people to not right. Right. 
I guess what I mean is There's like levels of. I, I'm just saying an empathetic icon. Okay. Okay. So thinking that yes, you're inspired. That's awesome. But just because you're now inspired by them, expecting that you're going to get to where they got. It's awesome that you're thinking this big, but it is, but without having all of the like relevant information, be setting yourself up for a really rude awakening. And without that's what I'm trying to say, because it took them 30 years and without being willing to invest in what they teach. Yeah. So, so like you have to like, it's like that person that, you know, has inspired you to get on stage get close to that person and see what they had to do to lead up to that and where they are at now. And then ask yourself, do I, am I still willing to do all that it takes? Cause now you will have context. If you're like, Ooh, well maybe my idea of healthy is actually not that she told me blah, blah, blah. So now you will have a more, a better understanding of what it is that you actually want. People see pictures and they think that, you know, I get there just because they're inspired by something. But like the mechanics of things are totally the ones you get into it. Now, I would say if you know that the raw has worked for you, by the way, congratulations on all your like success. 18 inches in eight weeks is a big deal. And if your mindset has it and you're getting more consistent, there is so much work for is that something that you want to keep doing? If so, you need to get close to this, what got you there. Because otherwise, the most expensive thing is to get to retract from it. Because when you're running on good momentum and ammunition, keep going. Like stay on that runway. Like a plane runs all the way on the runway before it takes off. It doesn't run on the runway and then it stops. That will cause, you know, a catastrophic event. So... Lots of things to think about, lots of things to be, you know, like aware of. And, you know, we obviously love you and we wish you all the best. Congratulations for all that you've done so far. This was very Rhonda specific. So I want to see if I can tie this into a, how anybody can benefit from this conversation. Thank you guys for being there with us, by the way, while it was choppy. Apparently, whatever button my sausage finger hit um, made it back clearer. So that's great. But in any adventure in life, map out what you want and then ask yourself why. These are like fundamental things that foundational things that time map, ask yourself why. And then also look to see if any of the things that you're asking for contradict one of the other things. I feel often we get stuck in our own way because we're unaware of what it is working from ourselves. And we talk a lot about just awareness. Nothing can be changed if we don't know that it is in the first place. So the first thing that needs done is to know what it is that you want. And is that what you really want or in the why? There's something else seeking by getting the result you're putting down on paper. So that's how I'll wrap that one up. Um, okay, let's go one more question. Uh, really long. And this is also another book. Thank you. Ooh. Next question is from Shorty Campbell in Australia. And there's a lot of stuff here. But really, the question is what advice would you give someone who has to slow down a bit because of an injury 
to help them first, not put the weight back on and actually believe that they can do it and break the pre pattern of yo-yo weight loss, mm, which is good. a fantastic question. Really Many of you have heard the story of my back surgery and I started with um, hip pain and back pain and elbow pain and wrist pain and all of these things while I was competing at a very high level in the sport of CrossFit. And um, over time, I had a back injury that I had tried everything to fix. Within about a year, I had tried to do chiropractic. I tried to do massage therapy. I did traction. I did laser therapy. I did uh, even ended up getting an epidural. There was something else that I did too. All I was trying to resolve the issue in the most natural ways that I could think. After the epidural was an epic fail, um, I saw a surgeon. They were like, if this doesn't work, you, you, got, you, got, like, you got like one, two choices. And when I went in to see the surgeon, here were my two choices. Lose control of your left leg or you can get surgery. So I chose surgery. Now, for that entire year, it's really difficult for me to go. It was defeating in a sense that I could barely even do modifications of things. And many of you have been athletes and gotten injured or been athletes and then stopped doing your sport and gained weight. And you know what that feels like. So this is the position I'm in. Identity is crossfit. I am known in the area that I am in, like the Pacific Northwest, the competitive CrossFit athlete, like I had identified myself. So when you then, like for an entire year almost, I couldn't, I could hardly do anything. Moments we would go to the gym, I couldn't even burpee. There was a lot of hers. There was a lot of like growth. But the one thing that I didn't do that I would have done if it had happened four years prior was gaining weight. I'm not gaining weight. My body composition changed because I wasn't lifting anymore. So the amount of muscle that I had couldn't be sustained. You know, I wasn't doing the intensity that I was doing before. So the, the hormonal uh, ratios and, and balance changed. And so, but I didn't gain any weight. And it is because I focused on everything that we teach you guys better than Action. Each day, who has the bracelet? Who has the bracelet? Do you have yours on right now? Yeah. We practice what we preach. It says just getting warmed up. If you don't have one, you need that one from our website, shop.aaronandserie.com. It's like $3 or something stupid. And it's a reminder that right now is the beginning. Every moment is the beginning. The moment that Sarit just showed you her bracelet's gone. Hmm. Right now is a new moment. We are always just getting warmed up. Or as Frisella likes to say, um, every day they want. Every day is day one. And it's due on the first of the month. And every day is the first of the month. And you got to pay your dues. And so, you know, if you just keep thinking that, like, ah, today's the first day. Ah, first day. Today's the first day then you can focus only on what's happening right now, not what happened last week, not what happened during COVID, 
Now what happened two months ago? Uh, you can focus on right now. And the beauty of that, when you're talking about how do I believe that I can actually do it in previous patterns, it's on what's a win, what, what constitutes a win for me today, just today. And how can I be a little bit better than I was before at my recent best, my recent best, not my best of all best, my recent best. If yesterday I was able to run a mile in 10 minutes Today, can I run it in 9.58? It doesn't have to be massively better, incremental, because over 20 years, what's 20 times 365? Come on. 306, 3650 times two. 7,300. Okay. So 7,300 days, if you can just focus on getting a little bit better, those incremental getting better turn into monumental. Mm-hmm. Talked about it on the inner circle call us. Same thing with the LeBron James thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it it's very much just we're so not okay with like not seeing the before and after from yesterday. Like we have to we have there's amount there's a certain amount of patience that comes with that, there's intentionality that comes with that, you know. So if we're talking about not being the weight back, well, you can't do fitness. What else do you have to focus on? Most people say nutrition and yes but also what is your self talk but also are you writing your goals down but also are you man how are you controlling your time mm-hmm. but also what are you absorbing mentally what are you intaking what are you consuming through your mind and through your ears and through your eyes all those things matter if they're not lined up i think i did this i don't know where i did this but look if you have nutrition if you have can they see that ah you have nutrition if you have mindset if you have um tv you have social media you have uh, your environment you have radio you have the news you have time you have your work schedule you have all the things and if this, if this is the path to success, but you have this up here and you have this here and you have this down here and this down here and this here, they're putting you off the line. It's called misalignment. So just because you can't do fitness shouldn't mean that you have nothing now to focus on. Everything matters. Fitness is like this much of it. I forgot to even write it. It's important. Movement's important. Movement is food, but it's this much. You know, and the reason why a lot of people, especially like one on the right path and they become more consistent, you know, end up holding such heavy weight on is because fitness could be the anchoring activity. Okay. And it's legitimate. Now, if your let's say if fitness played the role of being the anchoring activity, everything else that you've been focusing on, then what you need to do is you need to replace what was your anchoring activity with a anchoring activity. Mm. Because once you have an anchor, then everything else stays the same. But the thing is, and 
people, let's say, get injured, for one, if their other habits are not in check, then they're just screwed with the reality of it. And if you have, uh, you know, like the right information really and the systems and the support and, you know, like a higher level of awareness, then what's going to happen is they're just going to use it as an excuse with the hope that they will come back. So you need to replace you, what was your anchoring activity with a new anchoring activity. And if you don't currently have one, that's okay. And that's like, you know, you will hear so many stories of like, let's say like we're talking about big time athletes, right? When they get injured or something happens, like a new era of their because like an anchoring activity was now replaced by another anchoring activity mm-hmm. and evolution. And it happens to all of us. That's why also like, a lot of athletes who used to be like great athletes, it's like, if you're not taking the time to figure out, okay, like what is going to be your next anchoring activity? Because let's say if you're like a big time triathlete, you're not training eight hours a day, or it doesn't matter whatever sports you're in, right? Like whether it's, um, you know, like CrossFit, basketball, football, it doesn't matter. That's why like you also see so many, like when we're talking about successful athletes, I don't just like, oh my God, you're a hall of famer. I mean, like, like your family alignment, your finances are in alignment, just like every, like everything around you is just great. Like Tom Brady, for example, you guys know, I love him. Tom Brady has more than one anchoring activity. He knows his purpose, but he has more than one anchoring activity. And I guarantee, let's say if he gets injured next year, He's going to touch the ball because he has some of how do, how do I keep myself in check and make sure that this stays the same way in order to help me move forward. So like things are always going to keep on shifting. Now, are we aware enough and, you know, like have we developed all of the tools in order to help us adapt super fast when things shift? Because that's just the reality of it. So Sir Thomas Brady. Um, yeah. That's it. That's it. We hope that you found value from today's conversation. Remember, you guys, pre-orders are happening this week. And also, if you found value from today's conversation, depending on the quality of today's episodes, we heard from some of you guys that it was choppy. Obviously, if it was you got value from this, then please go ahead and share it with somebody else who would find it useful because you guys are here to help you here to help your community to help everybody around you because we're on a mission to transform the lives of millions through the same movement nutrition lifestyle and financial habits that are transformed ours because we know that especially now more than ever the world needs it because if you can't manage yourself how the heck are you gonna manage all the chaos that's around you so that's that we love you guys And we look forward to you tomorrow on another episode. Bye. Thank you for listening to Espresso with Erin and Suri. On your way out, be sure to check out our website, erinandsuri.com, to keep up to date with what we have going on and maybe grab some free stuff. And if you feel so inclined, hop on over to leave us a five-star review. Wink, wink. And remember, life is more fun when you subscribe to Erin and Suri.